Uh, hi, I'm um, Gray with an AE dot cosplay, and my favorite hero is Present Mike from My Hero Academia, just because he's so loud and energetic, but no one really like listens to anything he says, and I kind of relate to that a lot. In a world where comic books have taken over the mainstream, where the geeks inherited the earth, where the nerds have taken over the turf, ah, nerd! from the TV screens and movie scenes. From collecting your favorite pop toys. Your figurines. Where cosplay is your freedom of expression. Where cartoons and anime are your absolute obsession. If you're looking for a podcast that shares that connection, you can find this and more in the comic section. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another issue. Issue number 13, right, CO? Unlucky 13. Unlucky 13. Ooh, that might be a precursor of this <laughs> show. Maybe, maybe not. But it is issue 13 of the comic section. I'm your host, Jason, alongside my co-host. Lil CO. What's going on, Lil CO? Nothing much, man. I'm really good. How are you? I'm good, man. We, yo, we had a great time. Yeah. This past weekend. I had an awesome time. You know what I'm saying, Captains? Comics. It was cool. We're going to get into that oh, yeah. later on. But you had fun, right? I did. I had a good time. I had a great time, too. And you're wearing a shirt right now. Yeah, yeah. Of one of the greatest R&B artists of all time for all of my goofy fans, Powerline. Yeah, you got yeah. a Powerline 1994 tour shirt? Yeah, I'm really cool, man. Uh, one of my friends, uh, Rigel from Flash Photography Cosplay, gave this to me for my birthday because he's like the coolest guy in town. What's so. his name? Uh, Rigel. Rigel. Mm-hmm. Rigel, if you're listening to this, which I believe you should be, uh, look out for your boy. Even though I don't know you. So I'm just saying, you know, hey, I'm just saying. That's all. Is it like that meme where you're like, did we just become best friends? I think we did. After seeing that shirt, I'm like, hey, bro, I need to be your friend so I can get hooked up with the cool stuff, man. That cool swag. You know, that cool swag, man. Shout outs to Powerline, man. He needs to drop an album, man. Mm. For real. Those mm. two songs. I need an album. I think. Yeah, and I think, you know who he should go on tour with? Who? Do you remember, um, what was it, Chip, um, that teeth guy from Fairly Odd Parents? Oh, my You remember goodness. what we were talking about? I think I yeah. do. Yeah! That'd be like my a cool little tour. My shiny teeth that sparkle, Ooh. just like the stars in space. I would like that. Yeah. That'd be dope. I'd be dope. <laughs> I'm happy. You got my tickets, man. You got my tickets. But you know what, guys? Let's go ahead and get it started, man. We're in here reminiscing and, you know, all nostalgic <laughs> and all that. But let's go ahead and get into it with the breaking news headlines. All right, little CO. Oscars 2019. Yes. It went down. We had some awards to celebrate in the comic book community. Yeah, boy. Black Panther. Three Oscars, guys. That's right. Not one, not two, but three. Three, baby. And the Oscar goes to Black Panther Ruth Carter. And the Oscar goes to Hannah Beekler, production design, Jay Hart, set decoration. For Black Panther. And the Oscar goes to... Ludwig Gorenson. Black Panther. Big three, but not the, you know, the not picture. The big not, one. not the big one. Not the big one. You know what I'm saying? Costume, <laughs> set, you know, the score. But, hey, you know, that's the first time Marvel, I believe, won an Oscar. Yeah. So that's In the past 10 years, no Marvel superhero movie has won 
an Oscar. That's what's up, man. So Black Panther big. broke the glass ceiling. Broke the glass ceiling. And your boy, Miles Morales, and the rest of the Spidey crew just went straight through that glass. Yeah. they got the best animated Oscar. Yeah. And the Oscar goes to... <laughs> Mimi, you were right. Spider-Man, Spider-Man. into the Spider-Man. That's big. Yeah. Um, and that, that that's actually really amazing because that breaks a streak that Disney... And Pixar have held for six years. Oh, man. Um, and everyone thinks of Pixar. Pixar is like the pinnacle. It's the, you know, it's the top. Right. When it comes to animated features. So the fact that Sony, of all people, mm-hmm. much less a superhero movie and then much less a superhero movie filled with, like, minority characters and D-list characters. Yeah. Um, it's amazing. It's, it's, they did an amazing, that movie is beautiful and it is phenomenal. And they really deserve that. They did. Um. And I'm a huge Disney slash Pixar fan. I mm-hmm. really, actually, um, Pixar is the reason why I even studied animation to okay. begin with. All right. Um, fun fact. Fun fact. Uh, but yeah, like it's just it, sometimes, you know, they're not always the best. I love them, but they're not always the best. Mm-hmm. And I, I genuinely feel like Into the Spider-Verse was the best animated feature this year. So very well deserved. Shout outs to them. <laughs> so um, with those big wins, yo, we got to be we got to talk about, you know, Unfortunately, you know, you have things that you celebrate and then you have some people who want to, uh, you know, poo poo on certain movies and things that are coming out. And I'm talking about, you know, Rotten Tomatoes, you know, Ah, the dark side of superhero movies. Right. So we got to go from the positive to the negative, unfortunately. And, you know, there's, you know, Rotten Tomatoes catching, you know, some some flack because of the user reviews. People are reviewing movies. Before it even comes out, you know, just saying it's bad, it's terrible. And, you know, now I believe what they um, they're actually changing that. Yeah. Yeah. They're changing their website, Um, which honestly is long overdue after the huge controversy and the backlash that happened after the Ghostbusters Mm -hmm. uh, reimagining movie, uh, The Last Jedi um, and even The Force Awakens before it. Um, They honestly should have addressed that a long, long time ago. But um. You know, I'm not surprised. It's a, you know, it's a Disney film. It's a Marvel film. Disney's definitely got a lot of pull in that department. Um, And, uh, you know, they have a lot, honestly, probably a lot riding on Captain Marvel um, to put that pressure on Rotten Tomatoes. But, I mean, you know, we'll we'll never know. This is all, of course, back, you know, back alley kind of deals and issues and stuff that are addressed, I'm sure. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm really, I'm really glad to see the Rotten Apple, uh, Rotten Apple, (laughs) Rotten Tomatoes uh, finally did that, you know, because it's it's really not fair. And, you know, if you don't like a movie or you're not excited about a movie, and I think that this is paramount when it comes to comic book fans, um, they need to learn that, you know, if you don't have, I mean, this is some grade school stuff, but if you don't have anything nice to say, then don't say it. Oh, come on now. You know, like go, go, you know. Yeah, but um, I mean, not, 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 don't get me wrong. This is not, you know, I saw the movie. I didn't like it. Yeah. I, I, I should be able to say I don't like it. Right. But when it's not even out yet, mm-hmm. that, that, that's just, I mean, that makes us want to look at your motivations. Right. And at the end of the day, it's going to make you look like you're a sexist. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because no other Marvel movie, I mean, yeah, except maybe like Panther. But, like, no more other Marvel movies come under this much heat. Right. Marvel movies are usually always huge successes. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you know what's crazy, too? Like, you know, you say that, and, you know, the actor, you know, Zachary Levi, who's playing right. Shazam, he actually went on his own Instagram and was trying to tell people, like, hey, y'all need to chill with all this, you know. Cut it out. All this bashing on Captain Marvel. I'm like, yeah, 
you know, Shazam was Captain Marvel a long time ago. And it's, you know, it is kind of cool that both of the movies are coming out yeah. in the same year. I, I think that's pretty cool. But y'all need to chill on that. Matter of fact, check out the clip right here. Defamatory and and but and completely fictitious, uh, like reviews and posts of Brie Larson's Captain Marvel and something like trying to pit Shazam against it and, you know, saying they're going to su- support us and not them because of things that they are, by the way, making up things that they're saying they saw some screening and. This, that, or the other is in the movie. For anyone out there who thinks you're doing me a favor or you're doing Shazam a favor or you're doing Warner Brothers or what, you're not. This is not helping anyone or anything. There is no competition. (laughs) Just because Shazam used to be called Captain Marvel way back in the day doesn't mean that somehow Brie or Marvel's Captain Marvel are pitted against us. We're Sure, we're both movies and we're both going to be out in theaters at similar times and the irony of, of that timing is is really interesting for sure but there is no conspiracy guys you need anyone out there who's holding on to some bone like they need to t- pick a side and pick a fight is sorely mistaken and i really hope that you'll just chill on that don't don't go and engage in that type of behavior anymore if you want to be passionate about either movie rock and roll if you want to be passionate about both both movies rock and roll but but going this is really low blow type of stuff to to be going and lying first of all is just you know the bottom of the barrel to me but to be lying in an attempt to discredit or defame somebody i think is just really sad so um please don't do that so yeah i those those two things have nothing to do with each other yeah um and they even tried to pull that i mean when captain marvel was like announced they tried to do that same thing with wonder woman and captain marvel of course oh well i'm gonna support wonder woman and not captain marvel because i'm dc and whatever listen if you are a comic book fan and you like Mm -hmm. comic book movies you should give all of them a fair shot exactly if we can give characters like Ant-Man uh-huh. and the Guardians of the Galaxy with their freaking talking raccoon that a chance. That nobody knew of. Right. If you can give those movies a chance, then you need to give Captain Marvel a chance. Exactly. That is very silly to me to yeah. even any of that. Right. And it's hard and it's hard not to, you know, it's hard not to look at that and think, is it because she's a woman? Mm. I mean, really, because no Marvel movies have come under this much heat yeah. in the past, mm. you know, and, and whatever. I just, in my opinion, at least, that's, at the end of the day, what it comes out looking like right. when you haven't even seen the movie. Yeah. Because at least then I'd be like, oh, well, they've seen it. They just didn't like it. Exactly. You, you know could, what I mean? You could be good with that. I would I would feel confident and comfortable with that. But like, right. it's not even out. Mm-hmm. Come on. Come on. Uh, yeah. You know? Yeah. What, what are you really mad about here? Exactly. Sorry. Yeah. No, <laughs> hey, no, no need to be sorry, man. <laughs> we got to tell it like it is, man. Because, yeah, I mean, that's just how it, how it feels, how it comes across. And, yeah, you can support both, you can support all these movies. It's, yeah. it's cool, man. Like, you can go watch Shazam, which I'm going to. Yeah. I'm going to go see Captain Marvel. I'm going to go see all of these movies because I'm a fan of comic book culture. I'm a, right. That's why we started this podcast. Right. Like, we're fans of this. So, we, you know, we love it. So, we're going to support it. Now, if it's if it's trash, if it's bad. I'm going to talk about it. Exactly. I'm going to talk about it. <laughs> but, you know, at least give it a chance, man. Like, you're going in already. I mean, that's just bad intentions. Right. It's just like, oh, come on, people. What's going on here? And I and I feel like they're really, really missing something here because yeah. 
this is the end. This is the end of something significant with Marvel. I mean, mm-hmm. this Avengers. Well, Captain Marvel, of course, is right before it. Right. And then Avengers Endgame is right after it. Yeah. Um, but this is the end of a phase for Marvel. They've said that time and time again that mm-hmm. after Endgame, a lot like, of things going to change. Things are going to change. They're going to start focusing on different characters, and yeah. Captain Marvel is probably going to be pivotal in that. Hey, she's. This is her first appearance, and right. her stories are going to be developed. Yeah. And they're going to bring other characters in based on her universe and her world and her characters. Right. It's like, if you don't watch this movie or if you don't even give this movie a shot, mm-hmm. like you're missing out on the beginning of something truly probably great right. for Marvel for the next the next 10 years. Exactly. You know, so I, just in my opinion, I'm like, just be appreciative of the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, be thankful that we had Iron Man and Thor and... Captain America. And Captain America. Like, just be thankful you had them for the last 10 years and that they were so good. Mm -hmm. Because that could have been bad. We we know this. The X-Men trilogy, the Spider-Man trilogy. We know how bad this could have been. And it wasn't. It was spectacular. Right. Uh, You know, it had some of its weak moments, but it was really, really great. And the next 10 years, they've they've learned so much, it's going to be even better. You know what I'm saying? So get on the hype train, all right? Get on the the hype train. Come on now. (laughs) And also... Some uh, some breaking news that just happened. Uh, we learned this, you know, here about Will Smith Ugh. not returning to Suicide Squad 2 as Deadshot. Your thoughts? I'm devastated. <laughs> I'm devastated. Yeah. I love Will Smith. He's a fabulous actor. Um, I love Deadshot. Deadshot is a really cool character that is totally underused. Right. Um, and I And I really liked, even though that movie was not good... Um, <laughs> like I loved the characterization of him. I loved Will Smith's, um, you know, his acting in it. Yeah, and I loved the costume. The costume was awesome. Right. Um. So it's a shame. It's real. It's a real damn shame. Yeah. That it is. they're gonna, you know, that's like you remember when uh, Defoe was Green Goblin in the right. first Spider-Man. Like that's a loss. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like yeah. even though everything else was not great, mm-hmm. you know, like that that man, that actor, and his role in that character is like man. Like right. They missed out. They you did. know what I mean? So yeah, for sure. I feel like they're missing out with when they lose Will Smith. So that sucks. But yeah. he's a busy dude. Yeah. I um, mean, basically, they were saying that is due to a scheduling conflict. Yeah. So, you know, unfortunately, you know, these things tend to happen, I guess. It is what it is. It is what it is. But, you know, James Gunn, you know, he did say that he wants to, like, you know, do a full reboot. Right. So... We'll more than likely get some new characters up in there. I'm I'm honestly surprised anyways because they, I mean, we talked about this before, but they, James Gunn said that he was going to recast everyone and re, like he was going to have new characters, new story, new this, new that. Mm-hmm. Um, So I was kind of surprised when I heard this because I was like, oh, well, I thought we weren't bringing Will Smith Deadshot back. I thought we weren't bringing Margot Robbie Harley Quinn back. But right. now I'm hearing rumors that she's going to appear. Yeah. At least have like a cameo or something. So right. it's like. Okay, (laughs) whatever. I mean, it's his movie, so and I trust him. He knows what he's doing. Um, But yeah, you know, I was just shocked. I'm not shocked. uh, Surprised. I heard heard that. Hey, you know, but hey, it's James Gunn, so I trust him. WB, not so much. No, but as of late, you know, that's true. It looks like they are starting to, you know, learn from their past mistakes. So. Let's hope they give James Gunn full range. He could do what he do. I mean, he gave y'all the Guardians 1 and 2. Think he knows what he's doing. Think he knows what he's doing. So we have to sit here and uh, wait and see because I believe it's coming out 2021. So that's two years away. So uh, they got to start getting ready to film right now, actually. Yeah, probably. Got to get on it, man. Suicide Squad 2, you there? You going to see it? Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll see it. I probably, I don't know. It's okay. it's complicated. I might not see it like opening day, mm. but I will. I will always. I will always see any comic book thing that comes out. At least give it a shot. At least give it a shot. All right, Suicide Squad two without Will Smith. We gonna give it a shot. Uh, movies I'm looking forward to are Detective Pikachu and Shazam. All right, little CO, coming soon preview. Yeah. We got two. We got two good ones. We got two good ones. The first one, we have the lovable Detective Pikachu. Trailer number two just dropped. Check it out. So there I was. I woke up with a heavy case of amnesia in the middle of nowhere. The only clue to my past is Harry's name and address inside this hat. So I made my way to the apartment, and that's when I found you and your stapler gun. Stop talking! You're a hallucination! You're a hallucination. So you're a talking Pikachu with no memories who's addicted to caffeine. I can stop whenever I want. These are just choices. Another round, extra shot, black as night. Thank you, sweetie. I don't know. Maybe Harry got in too deep. Mixed up with the wrong crowd, that kind of thing. Look, you can talk to humans. I can talk to Pokemon. And if you want to find your pops, we're going to need each other. No, I don't need a Pokemon. What about a world-class detective? All right, little CEO. You're like the more knowledgeable when it comes to Pokemon yeah. between us. Your thoughts on it. Okay. So what's funny about that mm-hmm. is I actually, so I can't stand Pokemon. Oh, you can The games. Oh. <laughs> I love the Pokemon. I like okay. the monsters and okay. I love the story and the lore and stuff. But I, I, I'm so sick of the game. Mm. My, my spouse loves Pokemon Go. Like that's his crack right now. Like, yeah. He's addicted to it. <laughs> and he loves like Pokemon Sun, Moon and stuff. Like he's been playing okay. it nonstop. Ah, uh, okay. So I'm kind of burnt out. Yeah. But like this movie, this trailer got mm. me like hyped again. I was yeah, so yeah, excited. Yeah. It's so cute. Look at all the, ah! It's like every time. <laughs> They make a new teaser, trailer, or whatever. Yeah. They, like, show more Pokemon. Like, new, or, you know, ones we haven't seen yet. In, yeah. In their live action, uh, you know, appearances. Mm-hmm. Oh, I get excited. Yeah. Like, I got chills. I got really excited. I felt like a little kid watching it. I what's got all amped up. What's your thoughts on the uh, the Mewtwo? Then they show, oh like. Oh, my God. It looks so good. Yeah. That's, like, what Mew, I was like, that's Mewtwo. Like, right. that's what Mewtwo would look like. Yeah. I feel like they're doing such a good job at that. Because that's tough. Yeah. You know, to translate, um. You know, a cartoon, a cute, cuddly cartoon character to real life is mm-hmm. really hard. <laughs> you know what? That's giving me faith, though, man. It's giving me faith that, you know, because it is, I guess, yeah, it is an anime, right? It's, yeah, technically. Technically, it's an anime. It's an anime. Mm-hmm. So the fact that they are able to nail these characters in live action, yeah. it's just giving me hope for more anime movies. It's like, okay, cool. Like, if they can nail Pokemon. Oh, yeah. They that's can, tough. Yeah, that's tough. Because, I mean, after seeing this trailer, I'm like, yo, man, they just need to do a full-on Pokemon movie again. Yeah. But, like, live action. Yeah. do you, Like, the first one? Right. The oh, first one. God, that one hurt my feelings. Make yeah, that, I would love yeah. that. I would watch that. Make that live action. I mean, they obviously can do it. Yeah. It's, you know, you've seen it already. So, I'm like, yeah, man, just that's, that's the next one. Well, just I, go into it. I feel like this movie is, like, them testing the waters. Right. Because after the success of Pokemon Go, I mean, Pokemon Go became, like, this cultural thing. It, like, it was. swept across the nation. Right. Everyone was doing it. Yeah. You know, and then and then Pokemon Moon and Sun came out, and they've been big hits, and then they just announced another game. Um, I think it's, like, Sword and Shield or something. Um, okay. I haven't had a chance to read up on it. But yeah. But, th- like, clearly, Pokemon is coming back. Clearly, it's being a success. So, I'm thinking once they put this movie out, because uh-huh. this movie's, like, more family-friendly. You know what I mean? It doesn't really die dive into the story like ash and 
you know. Yeah. Um, it's like, you know, do you think this is cute? <laughs> uh-huh. There's a little bit of a mystery. It's mostly going to be funny and cute. Very right. lighthearted. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, so like I think this is going to be the big toe into the water. And then maybe, you know, they'll make they'll do more. Yeah. You Which that, I think would I think people would really react well to that. I think they do, man. I think they would. After seeing this, it's like some of my friends are like, yo, they can so do a, you know, a straight up Pokemon movie now after seeing these two trailers. Like, here we go. I would lose it. Let's go. You know? <laughs> so, you know, we just have to wait and see, man. I believe uh, this is also a Warner, Warner Brothers film. So, you know, hey, Warner Brothers. Looks like y'all are doing, y'all. Sometimes they know what's up. They, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think they got something going right here. All right. And then also, the next trailer, you guys know, X-Men Dark Phoenix. We weren't sure if it was coming out, but it looks like it is. Check out the trailer right here. Look. You're special, Gene. And if you stop fighting that force inside you, if you embrace it, you will possess the very power of a god. Tell me how we fix this, Charles. Tell me what to do. I don't know what to do. And what they don't understand, what they fear, and what they fear, we seek to destroy. This is your fault, Charles. I tried to protect her. I'm scared. When I lose control, bad things happen to people I love. The girl dies. She's still Jean. We can still help her. Sometimes you want to believe people are something that they are not. By the time you realize who they are. Jean! It's too late. Yeah, Lil CEO. <laughs> Are you a believer? Mm. X-Men Dark Phoenix. Your mm. thoughts on the trailer? Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Oh, no. Um, Like, I watched that trailer and, like, I felt nothing. And that's really mm, sad. Oh. And I don't know if it's, like, I mean, I watched, um, what was it, Days of Future Past. Right, yeah. I didn't watch Apocalypse. Okay. Um, so I, I I don't know maybe I'm just not attached to this this group or mm-hmm. I guess ca- cast yeah let's say cast yeah maybe I'm just not attached yet and then and then I wasn't attached and now I'm less attached because now I know they're just gonna start over yeah <laughs> it's like why get attached if they're just gonna right. you know so it's like it's complicated yeah um and honestly uh, at the end of the day I really like the X Men they're they're like one of my favorite teams from Marvel if I have to pick something right um. But I I hate Jean Grey. I just hate her. I don't like her character. Wait, and are you are you so? Do you not like the? Okay, you said the. Character. I don't like any of it. I don't like Jean Grey, and I don't like the Phoenix. I don't like the Dark Phoenix. So oh, like, that was just that was never your jam. Yeah. So like you know, it's another it's another movie about mm-hmm. Jean Grey, Dark Phoenix. You know, and I'm like, eh. You know what? That's a popular sentiment I've seen online that yeah. people are saying. Like some people are saying, look, we've seen this already. Right. We've seen this already. This happened with the last stand, which was bad on all accounts. But there's that sa- was bad. Yeah. God. So like, um, well, you guys are redoing it again, again? Like again, again with the same story. But you know, Simon Kinberg, who's like always worked closely with it, this is his turn to do it. Yeah. And I guess he's like, yo, guy, I 
I know you guys seen this already, but right. I'm gonna do it right. And this honestly, time. I mean, I think they're gonna do. I mean, it didn't look bad. I thought it looked interesting. Yeah, it just didn't like get my jimmies, you know. Right. Yeah, um, yeah. And then me, like me personally, I had like a bunch of you know what's the word for this, but like you know things against it. Okay. Um. Initially, so I mean, it looked it looked interesting. It looked gorgeous, of course. Right. Um. And I honestly think they will do a better job at the Dark Phoenix storyline because at the end of the day, even though I don't personally like her or the story, mm-hmm. um, the Dark Phoenix saga is like a really big, huge oh, yeah. part of A, the X-Men history, but right. part of Marvel. Oh, yeah. It's one Absolutely. of those. It's like Infinite Crisis, you know, all right. that stuff for DC. It's it's one of those monumental storylines. It's world building. Yeah. Um, and it's like, if you want to know, you know, if you want to, if you want to be a Marvel fan, like you have to read it. Oh yeah. That's, you know of, what I mean? It's so, one of the things you got to go to. I understand why they're doing it. I mm. just, you know, I personally am not super excited about it. Okay. I got um, you. I got you. Well, you know, but, well, yeah, I mean, um, one thing I, well, how I feel about it, me, I'm looking forward to it, mm-hmm. but you know, I wasn't excited. Yeah. It just didn't get me like, it didn't get you, you know, ready to go. Ooh. But you know what? Honestly, I was, I'm glad they're, it's actually coming out. Yeah, I'm really glad that was they didn't my, drop that it. That was my worry. I was like, well, they already filmed it. Yeah. It's, it's been done. That would have been foolish. So that was my thing. I was more, okay, I'm relieved that it's finally coming out. Yeah. And then with the trailer, I'm like, okay, yeah, this is familiar territory. So I'm like, But maybe right. the next trailer will be like more, I want to see more action. Well, you, you know, know what? I mean? A lot of people are saying that the trailer might have given away a huge spoiler of a character that might be gone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, well, obviously I'm about to say it now. Just say um, it. Yeah. Spoil- well, it's, a, it's on the trailer. It's in the trailer. It's in the trailer. But they make it seem like uh, Mystique is, is dead. They make it seem like, you know, Jean Grey done took her out. You know, it was like you see the grave and like even in the first trailer, like, why'd you do it? Why'd you have to do it and kill her or whatnot? I'm like, yo, they just, did they... Are they, you know, are they brave enough to actually put that in the trailer? Right. And then I'm like, well, come on, man. I don't think so. That's on the nose. I think it's misleading. I think it's a red herring. Right. And we've seen this plenty of times in trailers. But if they were to do it, they would be like the first ones to be like, no, this is what it is. I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to give you props for that. If y'all the first people to be like, yes, it's in the trailer. So that means there's way more to the story that we're even going to, you know, let you guys in on yet. So, yeah, I'm like you. I'm... I'm looking forward to it. So I am excited. But again, with Disney taking over and they're probably just going to reboot everything. It does leave a little like, oh, man, well, this is probably like the last hurrah right here. So. Right. And I like the cast. I I love uh, I I love Professor X. I love his um, the actor who plays him. You know, and even the Magneto guy, the Beast guy, McCoy. Fassbender McCoy. Wow. I, I love the actors in this. I'm just, yeah. I hope it's good for this to more than likely be the last yeah. hurrah. So, you know. It's sad. It is. It is. But it's coming out this summer. So this year's jam-packed, as we all know. So, you um, know. But, you know, listen, that doesn't mean they might not blow our socks off. I mean, because, like, yeah. I've, I think I've talked about this before on the podcast, but um, that Star Wars movie, uh, what was it? The, the one shot. Oh, Rogue, Rogue One. Rogue One. Yeah. Like, we all, I mean, if you're a Star Wars fan, we all went into that movie knowing they were going to die. It's a suicide mission. Right. They said that more than, Leia said that more than once. Yeah. Um, People died for this information. Mm-hmm. Um, And, like, I went into it like, man, you ain't going to make me care about these people. They're going to die. You're not yeah. going to trick me. Right. 
and then they made me care about they made them, me care, and man. it like broke my heart they made when me care. <laughs> when uh, what's his name the the robot gets shot. Yeah, I was like, nah! yeah, and then they all like they all just start following all after start that. Falling. Oh, you know, so like that doesn't mean that this can't be good. Exactly, and I really do hope it is because I hope so. They they deserve that. You know yeah, what they I mean? Do. Especially the actors because they they gave their all and they yeah. did their their part. You know, and it's not their fault that you know. Fox sucks. <laughs> it's, out of, you know, it's out of their hands, man. It's out of their hands. So, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And hopefully, hopefully it's a good last hurrah. Yeah. Hopefully. Hi, so I'm Callist Cosplay. And my favorite hero is Jean Grey. Um, I absolutely love that she's the very first student at Xavier School for Gifted Youngsters. And she paves the way for the other mutants. She's also an incredibly important member of the team who grows in prominence as we get through the 70s and into the 80s as we get into that Bronze Age. Incredibly powerful figure and um, has been my hero and my crush since I was 10. All right, guys, it's time for rumors and speculations. Yeah, baby. So you know what that means, CEO. We got to go take a trip to the comic book store. No. We got to see our guy. No. Yeah, man. He's over there, man. He's, he's waving us down <laughs> right now. I know I know. he looks kind of creepy. I know. I know. With but his fedora and fedora his and trench neck coat. beard. Yeah. Oh, man. He grew a neck beard. <laughs> he got a neck beard. Oh, man. All right. So let's go ahead and go over and talk to my guy right quick. So um, Crisis on Infinite Earth crossover CW event. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, your theory... Or this is kind of, is this out this is there? This the rumor mill, baby. Okay. Your theory, this is all going to be tied into the Arrowverse? I, I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. I put my ear to the streets. And I'm okay. Um, I am hearing that, I mean, it's very exciting that they're doing this and we're not surprised because they just did, they did Elseworlds. Mm-hmm. Um, they're doing all kinds of great crossover events to kind of get people rewatching the shows again and yeah. watching some of the other shows. Cause most people are like watching one or two, uh-huh. you know, um, but yeah, uh, infant. I'm sorry, Crisis on Infinite Earths is, is supposedly coming, and supposedly, when we get that, it's going to make every CW show on the air into one universe. So I didn't realize this because I've never watched Supergirl, but Supergirl technically happens on a different Earth. See, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Because yeah. like I, I haven't watched. I don't really care for the Super Family. We we know this. Oh yeah, we we've had this. this talk. We've had this talk. Yes. Um. <laughs> Um, so I've never watched that show, but mm-hmm. apparently I didn't realize that. And, and a few of the other ones too, maybe are like that. Um, like we know, we have always known that Legends of Tomorrow, Flash, Arrow, like yeah. happened in the same universe. Right. Yeah. But like, for example, Batwoman exists in a universe where Batman died and mm-hmm. she like shows up, right. you know what I mean? So it, it's complicated. Yeah. And, and honestly, it's not very terribly surprised. I don't know. Cause this of course hasn't been confirmed. But mm-hmm. if this is what they decide to do, it's not super surprising to me as a comic book par- like fan and yeah. reader, right? Because that's what Infinite Crisis kind of did in the comics too. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> like there was this point where they had like you know Earth One and Earth Two and Earth, you know, like all these you know different worlds and universes and timelines and crap. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were like, man, we got to like mush this all together, right? Yeah, <laughs> make yeah. this work. Yeah. Um. So, like, you know, people died, people disappeared, stuff happened, mm-hmm. and then it all, you know, yeah. came, you know, right. came out the wash at the end. They yeah. did that with Blackest Night, too. They did that with, you know, and we know this, this is the very famous one, but Flashpoint was a really famous example right. of that. Right, yeah. So, I'm not surprised, and it, and it makes more sense, and, and honestly, it would kind of make me, like, I don't know, want to jump in more, especially as a person who's on the outside now, because I mm-hmm. used to watch the shows. Right. And then I just, like... 
stop caring yeah. and like kind of fell off the boat. So yeah, mm. it, it makes me a, it makes me want to jump on the boat. So it's a pretty smart strategy. Good job. Okay. But we'll see. I don't know. Yeah. You never know. Never but know. But that's the rumor. That's the rumor <laughs> for that, yo. All right. Well, little CEO, we're still hearing some rumors out here, yes. man. My guy with the neck prayer just came over and told <laughs> me, whispered something. He said, uh, he said that. I don't know if you guys heard it, but he said, phase four. <laughs> whispering to me. I'm like, dude, man, I mean, you don't have to whisper to me, man. It feels don't put, weird. Don't put your lips on my earlobe. Yeah, it ear feels alone. weird, man. You already got the <laughs> neck beard and I'm feeling all that rubbing it. Well, anyway, let's get, let's get off that. So phase four, we know this is a new phase. We know end game is the end game. Yes. Like straight up. So some characters aren't coming back. Right. Or they're, they're fading into the background, so newer characters can kind of take the stage front. Right, right. So, all right, speculations on that. Um, certain characters we know. Certain characters we notice. I mean, obviously, you got Spider-Man. That's the first one. We Ooh, know. My, my, my baby. We know he coming. We know he coming. We know my boy T'Challa's coming. Yeah. You know he's bringing all Wakanda back. We know T'Challa's coming back. <laughs> Doctor Strange. They're yeah. already getting ready to start shooting Doctor Strange 2. So obviously, you know, all of the the newer characters, Guardians, Guardians Ooh, is up boy. in the air. They're in the air, boy. <laughs> because with the whole James Gunn controversy yeah. and, you know, Kevin Feige's like, yo, man, this movie might not come out for a little bit, but it is coming back out. Yeah. Yeah, so, they did confirm that. So my question is, OK, well, all right. It, which of the Guardians are coming back? Yeah. Are, you know, are they going to be able to save certain people and you know, we got that. Let me see. What else? Oh, of course, we got the X-Men. We got, yeah. we got this Disney Fox. And word is that it's supposed to be wrapping up mid-March. I saw that. So we have that, obviously. So that's the biggest thing. My thing, Phase 4 means Fantastic Four. Mm, that's, that's what Phase point. 4. I'm linking it to Fantastic Four. Well, I don't think that's like... Huh? Links, but yeah, <laughs> I'm linking it. I'm I reaching think that's out. Coincidence, there. Huh? but yeah, you know, I I think they're gonna. I mean, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. But I think they're gonna build their empire. Okay. Well, at least the the rumor is that they're gonna try to take more of their stories to space, right? Ah, okay. That's the new frontier. They're gonna explore more, like like Captain Marvel. I feel like is gonna be the you know the door that opens that gateway. Yeah. Into more space stories. Hmm. Um, and then what I think is gonna happen is they're gonna move away from. Avengers as much in my opinion I don't know we'll see yeah 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 but like I think that I mean I think that a lot of the major characters are either gonna die okay that's pretty obvious okay or a lot of them are gonna retire like I sense that strongly especially with Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man right um maybe retire as a superhero but be more of a mentor you know still be there like more cameos than Mm -hmm. full feature films okay um but yeah, I think they're going to move away from Avengers. If they if they don't move away from Avengers, they're going to have the new Avengers. You know what I? You think, know what I mean? Yeah, you know what I think would be cool is uh, if they like push back the next Avengers film even more, mm-hmm. just so you know we get to really. We already love a few of these characters already. We love Black Panther. We love Spider Man, mm-hmm. Doctor Strange. I would say I'll say Doctor Strange as well too. Uh, oh, Ant Man. You know, yeah, we have those. So I feel like you know. If it was me, maybe I would hold off on another Avengers film right, for, there, for a while. I feel like they're plenty established yeah. that they could like let them kind of simmer a little bit. Make people want it want the Avengers back again. Right, right. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Like maybe wait another maybe five, six years, you know, and have all these other films that's coming yeah. out to really like we love. And then plus, like, you know, we got 
got the X-Men coming. Right. We and got that's, Fantastic and Four coming. That's what I think. And I, when it comes to Earth stories, I yeah. think they're going to focus more on the X-Men, build okay. that empire. Yeah. Um, And then, like, build more with the Fantastic Four. Yeah. And then kind of take it easy with the Avengers. Maybe have one or two, you know, movies, but not as many, mm-hmm. you know, probably not even as many solo films. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, But anyway, yeah. So, and then I think... I don't know. And I think they're going to do more with space, which is really cool and exciting because there's be cool. so much more I want to see, yeah. you know, happen and be done. Um, like, for example, I would really, really love to see because since they're introducing Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. I would love to see like an A-Force movie. Ooh. So A-Force is like all of the the like powerful, strong women of Marvel mm-hmm, comics. Mm-hmm. So like She-Hulk, um, America Chavez, like characters like that. Yeah. I would love to see like an A-Force team. Um, or even like the ultimates, like that would be really That'd be cool. Great. Um, because that's that's another little team that not many people that know many about. People know. You know, like Guardians of the Galaxy, right? But yeah. like they could really explore and have. They're such good characters. You still like, got the Nova Corps out there, though. Yeah, or, or even that. You yeah, know what I mean, I mean like, you already introduced them a little bit already in Guardians. So, right. Yes. So yeah. that's yeah, that'd be awesome, man. Yeah, that I see that definitely. That'd be a good way to do that. Yeah, because I I am interested in seeing them go out of space a lot more. I'm interested in seeing. Like the more of the spiritual side with Doctor Strange and the you know the oh, magic yeah, the side, mysticism, the mysticism. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I want to see more of that. You know, I want to see more. Um, yeah, I want to see more of Doctor Strange's world. Yeah, and I believe we will get that in Doctor Strange too, and and all of that because man, I tell you right now, man, Infinity War, Doctor Strange was on his was on his A plus game. So I'm like, I want to <laughs> see how he got to that and where he goes from from here. Yeah, for sure. Uh yeah man I'm excited I I I just want to see my Fantastic Four done right I want I want to see the X Men and the MCU I want to see how they relate it how they make it work and yeah I I want to see those interactions man I, I'm just excited about the future Phase Four I'm excited man it's gonna be hard to see some of our favorites go yeah you know we had ten years ten years baby. of you know being you know like you know loving these characters and oh. now we got. It's we got time, new characters. It's time coming. to move on. Time it's time to, move to keep on. it hot and fresh and ready. Ooh, man, um, oh man. But yeah, I, I'm particularly excited for X Men. I just, I, there is so much they could do. That's a whole universe X- right there. Seriously, like that. I mean, like how they, what they've done with Avengers, you can do the exact same thing with X Men. And we, I want, we've talked about that. They have X Men. Yeah. There's X Force. Yeah. There's the, I mean, the New Mutants, which you're touching on. Right. Like, there's so many little teams and mm-hmm. and. There's just so much they could do. I so. want my Silver Surfer. I want my real Galactus, not that fake cloud stuff that was in that Fantastic <laughs> Four movie. I want all of that. I'm yeah, excited, man. That wheat crap. <laughs> yeah, whatever that was. Whatever that was. So, let's have to wait and see, man. Well, I think that uh, wraps up our speculation and rumors from the street. Hey, uh, my guy over there in the corner, appreciate you. Might need to shave a little bit. <laughs> you know, our, our, our insider, you know. Ugh. He needs a name. Take we, a shower. We need a name. You know what his name is? What's that? It's Sheldon. Sheldon? <laughs> that sounds like you You look like a Sheldon guy. Sheldon. Yeah, Sheldon. That's it. That's All right, one. Sheldon. We'll catch you next time. Yo, appreciate it. My favorite villain, Poison Ivy, because I... I think she's just really good, and I think I think it's really good that she's taking care of Gotham's like plants, because like God knows no one else is, because Gotham's always overrun with Joker gas or fear toxin. All right, CEO, it's time to get into our reviews. Yay, yay. So we review some awesome shows, movies, and all of that good stuff. Now, CEO, last time we talked, 
you were watching Cloak and Dagger, right? That's right. So are you still watching it? Have you finished it? What's up? I have finished it and I loved it. Ooh. I am so excited for season two. And I'm really glad now that I don't have to wait that long. <laughs> yeah, one of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't like any, there was no reason why I hadn't watched it. It was just like, because there's so, like, we've talked about this before. So much out there. So much content. Yeah. You know, and, and. Like Netflix was, you know, my kind of my default streamer, so okay. our streaming service. So I was always watching, you know, uh, Jessica Jones, Daredevil, Punisher, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. you know. Um, so I just hadn't kind of ventured to the Marvel side of Hulu yet. Yeah. Um, but I loved it. It was awesome. It, it it's kind of refreshing to see younger Marvel characters, right? Um, sure. Like I love, you know, Spider Man. He's great. He's he's cool. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I have seen enough of Spider Man, so I'm kind of over <laughs> it. <laughs> you know, so it, it was really cool to see younger heroes struggling with, you know, family life, school, um, and also coming to terms with their powers and yeah. being heroes. Right. So I really, really liked it. It was so good. I love the 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 tide of the mysticism mm-hmm. and uh, they're. And the relationship between Tyrone and Tandy was so cool. Like yeah, it they was. did such a good job of the, the give and take between the two of them, right. them teaching each other lessons. Yeah. You know? I, it was really good. I really liked it. Um, oh, good. I'm glad you did, man. That was, yeah. That's one of my favorites right there. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Last year, that was definitely one of my favorite Marvel shows. I, I made sure I watched it every week. Now I don't I don't know a lot about Cloak and Dagger um, okay. in the comics. Yeah, I'm more of a DC person, but mm-hmm. they they are romantically tied together in the comics. Yes, yes, right? they are. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I think it, I think they're slowly yeah. they're building to it, but I think right now I like the dynamic of them just kind of like you I know, like them being friends, being cool. More. Um, okay. You know. They, they're a little young know. right now. They're a little young yeah, to be. Yeah, they really are to be like shipping them together. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I hey, look, I'm shipping them. You already got. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm already put the mail on the you know the postal stamp. I'm shipping it out. Shipping it. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I think right now. You know, they're they're good being, you know, friends so that way they have each other's back more. But I feel like that'll happen when they, you know, get older and whatnot. Cool. Okay. So and then you said you're starting to watch Runaways, right? I am. So I'll talk about that later. But okay. yeah, I I'm really like Runaways too. Okay. I just love the little baby superheroes. It's just hey. I don't know, it's just killing me. Well, check this out. I know we just got done doing rumors, but where it is, they about to do a little crossover. No way. Yeah. Ah! That's it. It's, I'm sorry. They say it's coming. They, they say it's coming. I'm okay with that. Please yeah. let that happen. Oh That's, my gosh. I'm ready for it. Um, you know? Yeah, I like the way that they reference other like heroes and stuff too. Yeah, like I love that. that. I always cool. love that. Always love that. That's always like the most geeky thing. It's like, oh, they said this. Yeah. They said this guy's name or this girl. Oh, uh, we know who that is. Yeah, yeah, man. yeah, that was cool. All right, cool. Okay, well, that's what's up. Good team right there. And uh, I myself, I also reviewed a team. You know what I'm saying? My I, babies. Yeah, your babies. I checked out your squad, yeah. DC. I went over there and checked out Doom Patrol. And man, there's only two episodes. Only two episodes as of right now. It'll probably be three by the time this issue comes out. But uh, so far, I will say, if anyone out there is looking to, um, you know, is kind of on the fence about it, I'm just letting you know that... If you're looking for a Marvel, like, you know how Marvel and Netflix, how raw those shows were, DC, they are just as raw, if not rawer. This show alone, the first episode, man, oh man, this show is should be rated mature, for real. This ain't, this show ain't for kids, you know what I'm saying? So if you're one really? of those, if you're one of those parents who are like, yo, like, me and my, 
me and my son, me and my daughter, we can sit and, and watch this cool, you know, superhero show. I'm like, yeah, nah, this ain't for kids, yeah. Nah. This ain't for you. This ain't for the kids. This is for for grown adults right here, man. This is mature rated. I I was thrown off by it. I was like, oh wow. But at the same time, it makes it makes sense because we know, you know, the Marvel Netflix thing is is over now. And if you're looking for that same, you know, feel like that raw grittiness, that real, you know, this, yeah, DC is they're definitely doing it. That's for sure. Doom Patrol, two episodes in. I like it. I'm not big on Doom Patrol, so I, and I believe you might know more of Doom Patrol than I do. Oh yeah, I love them. Yeah. I was I was obsessed with the Teen Titans when I was younger. Uh-huh. Um, I know I've talked about that a lot before. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, of the animated TV show, but yeah. um, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but uh, before Beast Boy was on the Teen Titans, he was actually on the Doom Patrol. Oh, um, because when his parents uh, perished in a boat accident, mm-hmm. he was orphaned. Okay. Um, and he was a weird little kid. He was green. You know? Yeah, yeah. And people were like, "Man, that's weird." Uh, so no, nobody really kind of took pity on him except uh-huh. for, of course, um, Alaska girl or Alaska woman, I think. Yeah. Um, they're calling her. Um, and the chief, they mm. find him and they take him in and they become his like, what's the word? Uh, like adoptive parents. Okay. They raise him. They teach him how to use his powers. Yeah. Um, and you know, obviously he works on the team and they go and save the day and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I really like the the Doom Patrol, and I'm I'm super stoked that DC decided to make a TV show about oh, them. Oh wow, you would if you would like it. Yeah, I I can't wait to. I'm watch predicting it. that you would like it. Yeah, just by by your taste, I feel like I I kind of I don't I don't really have a full grasp on your taste <laughs> as of yet, but it's getting there, and I think you really like it. Well, I'm uh, hearing I'm hearing a lot of people say, um, you know, if you liked Umbrella Academy, the Netflix original yeah. TV show, that you're gonna like Doom Patrol. I would say so. Yeah, um, it, it, it's, it's it has like, a it's similar weird. feel. It's yeah, it is that, weird. You know, it is um, weird. Probably not as serious, I think, as Umbrella Academy, but not not as serious. Yeah, not not based more, off the little, first two. Yeah, no, no. Which no. I'm not surprised because right. um, you know, Gerard Way grew up actually reading like Doom Patrol. Mm-hmm. And, um, he's admitted that he's definitely been influenced by that series. Yeah. when he wrote Umbrella Academy. Right, so, right. Yeah, I'm really excited to to watch it. I just gotta. <laughs> And they got to get in there. They got your boy Brendan Fraser. I know, and he's so fabulous. Hey, I'm gonna tell you this right now, man. This ain't this this Brendan Fraser is a different Brendan. I mean, he, 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 you know how certain actors or actresses could play a role that they're known for for like forever, and then they do something different, but you can't help but see this person in that role. Yeah, this is different. Like Brendan Fraser is really. He he's body in this role right now. Cool. So it's really cool to see. It's really cool to see him in this element. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm not gonna spoil it for our listeners out there. But <laughs> I would say for sure, definitely check it out. Don't have your kids watch it with you. This is strictly for you know. I would say 18, but you know what? I'm upping it. 21 and over. Okay. <laughs> this is something like, hey, if you want to go drink, if you can afford, if you can go out there with your ID, get you a drink, you can watch this show. Cool. That's all. But, you know, you know people ain't going to listen to me. They were like, no. what? Oh, I'm about to watch it now. They took babies to Deadpool, so. No, that's a, that, that's a fact. That's, yeah, that's true. That's true. But, yeah, thumbs up so far. Definitely check it out. CEO, check it out when you get a chance because I know you will like it. I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, um, I'm Corpse Bride with threes instead of E's. My favorite hero is Mei Hatsume from My Hero Academia. 
because even though she doesn't have like a really cool power, it's just Zoom. She went in, she got into the support class, and she got so far in the hero tournament and everything. And she's just an awesome character to begin with. Like, come on, you don't need hero like superpowers to be that awesome for one. All right, guys, we took a break from this last week, but we are back <laughs> with some hot takes, yo. Back at it, man. This time, you know, we talk about things that get you heated, get you mad, get you upset. That's why it's called Hot Takes. Unpopular opinions that we feel strongly about, and more than likely, you're not going to change our minds on it. So, CEO, would you like to go first, or you want me to go first? <laughs> I'm going to go first. You want to go I'm first? I'm excited to talk about mine. Okay. Uh, so, my hot take this week, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take it back. All right. Uh, all the way back to the original series of mm. Star Trek. Hey, I'm a huge Trekkie. I love Star Trek. I've watched so much of it. I collect the comics. I'm invested. Yeah. Um, But this is a really popular, you know, debate among the Trekkies. And that debate is who is the best captain in the Star Trek universe? Okay. Um, So this will get people pretty heated. But in my opinion. Okay. um, Actually, this is kind of the opposite. But in my opinion, the Mm -hmm. worst captain in the Star Trek universe is Kirk. Mm. Yeah, Captain Kirk. Captain Kirk. I think he is just the worst. Really? The abs- and it's and I feel bad because he's like the fan favorite, and like I think that I feel like the only reason why people like him so much is because they like want to be like him. Does uh, that make sense? Yeah. Like, I feel like they they insert themselves in him because they're like, man, I wish I had the balls to like grab that girl and kiss uh-huh. her or like yeah. just jump into action yeah. and, and you know, or whatever it'd be right there in the front lines of mm-hmm. a battle or whatever. Right. But like those are all of the things that make him a bad captain. <laughs> you know what mm. I mean? Like a, a good captain is level headed, mm-hmm. you know, is strategic. Okay. Um, you know, it, it's just, not any of the things that, he, like, all of the decisions that he makes yeah. put everyone on the Enterprise in jeopardy constantly. Oh, man, but, you he, know? but like, he saves the day. But, like, it, d- does it count as saving the day if you put them all in jeopardy to begin with? But it's fun that way. No. <laughs> Listen, space, space exploration is not supposed to be that kind of fun. It's supposed to be scientific. It's supposed to be fascinating. It's supposed to be... You know, invigorating, but that not sound boring to you. Listen, every other week, their lives are like put in jeopardy. That's not that's a good time. That's not exciting to me, at least. That's very that's exciting. That's not exciting. It's that's like, terrifying. Hey, hey yo, anxiety we might not, inducing. We might now. We might not survive this. Trip. Like, this, this is awesome. It, this is a scientific expedition. <laughs> like this is it's a warship. You know, in Klingon space, in the neutral zone. Like, are you good? <laughs> I'm just saying, man. You know, it's, I can't. I can't deal with him. He's like. Uh, oh, oh, we have a we, we found a uh, you know a planet and uh-huh. there's life on it or something and we need to go down and investigate. I will, as the captain of the ship, I'll beam down and not only will I beam down, yeah. but I'm gonna take every like important person on the ship down with me. Yeah, so I'm gonna take my first officer. You need backup. I'm gonna take the head of the the medical unit. Well, if I get hurt. Like, no, like that's not how any of this works. That's not smart. That's like. Huh? That's like if okay, that's okay. You know how like we're in we're in a war right now, right? That's like the president. That's like Donald Trump getting on a plane and going to Afghanistan and uh-huh. jumping in the pits with everyone. He would have more respect for me if he did Let, do that. Th- no, like that's not what the president. I'm like, is yo, man, this this dude is the man, yo. I'm riding, yo. If he going, he <laughs> going into space and he's going to be the first one out there. 
I follow this captain right here. Cap, yay, let's go. Let's roll. No. Let's do this. Because, <laughs> like, if he dies, like, that would throw everything in the country off. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like it's cool and it's interesting to watch, like, us as the viewer. Like, uh-huh. Yeah, of course it's interesting as a TV show. But, yeah, like, when you think about it, <laughs> like, logically, it's stupid. Oh, like, the gotta, captain should gotta, not. Why you got to throw the L word out here, man? <laughs> why you got to throw the logically in here, I'm man? I'm just saying it's stupid. The oh. captain should not be down. And then he's down there with the first officer. So, like, if he gets taken out, then the first officer is supposed to be the captain. But now the captain's, now the first officer is down there and he can't. You know, do you see what I'm saying? I see what It you, doesn't make any sense. I'm just and saying. It's, it, if so, you, you, would, you would feel better. I'm sorry to interrupt No, you. no, you're good. You would feel better. <laughs> If the cat was like, hey, um, let's get just whoever off the crew to go down there. Not you whoever. Not whoever. That's what it making it sound the like. The first officer. Okay. Like, okay. You know, remember Next Generation? Yeah. Did Picard go down there every dang time? But Picard no. had no business, though. No. Oh, no, 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 no. Picard no. was older. Picard was older. That's the difference. Picard was Picard was a little older in his age. <laughs> don't make and me Picard, say. And Picard was like, you know what? Hey, man, I'm just going to chill a little bit. Man, Please let y'all do don't that. make me say my ass. I'll what? go say my ass. What? <laughs> no, man. It's because he's a good captain. The, a captain God. sends his first officer. He sends a security person. Uh-huh. You know, he sends... Um, you know, a what is the word? A scientist down there to you know investigate. Yeah. Um. He sends a team that mm-hmm. is a balanced team that has you know all the whatever that they need to go down and investigate. Okay. A, a mystery, a whatever, an yeah. adventure. Yeah. Um. You know, not and I'm not saying that because like I mean he does you know usually Picard does end up down there at some point, but That's he sends saying. like an away team so that he knows okay it's safe. Do you see he's what I'm older. saying? He's older. He's older. No, he got more. He got more to risk. He's got more to risk. He's a little older, man. That's you know? not. If you up in age, like, what is I? Uh, it's just like someone saying, like, hey, you need to go out there and play with them young boys out oh there. Oh, my God. Like, nah, Are man, you I'm serious? good. That I'm is chilling. not what I'm the captain. Hanging out. That's like you, you're playing chess I'm on and you the just porch. put your king out. Like, you can't. That's not smart. Do you see? If you cut the head off, then everything falls apart. But it don't happen. I'm just saying. But. Only because it suits the show. Do you see what I'm saying? In the real world, a captain who acts like that would be dead. Kirk's that guy. He's able to make it happen. He's proved time and time again, hey, I'm that man. My ass. That's all I'm saying. My ass. Okay. All right. Okay. (laughs) Being lucky is not a superpower. And... Hey, he's been he's been lucky every episode. Every episode. So I don't think that's luck. I think that's skill. It's... Oh my god! Oh my god! I anyway. think that's skill. Anyway, <laughs> I, I stick by my guns, and that is that Kirk is a really, ah. actually, a very bad captain. Okay, if he should be anything, he should really be a first officer. Okay, All right. but uh, that's just me. Now, as for the best captain, I actually don't have a best captain. I feel like oh. everyone else after that did a really good job. Like Picard was very good, and then mm-hmm. Cisco was a very good captain. Yeah. Um. So. I can't really like say who I think is better. Okay. Although I will say in no, I won't say this. Never mind. Uh, um, I don't feel like Kirk was better in the movies. He was just as bad. Mm. And, like putting people in. Oh, in the mo- oh, I mean, he got the Enterprise shredded like twice. So, hey, and those are billion dollar ships. Hey, well, you know, it's, they they good. They be all right. All right. They make it. They make it. Okay. All right. Well, but that's my hot take. That's your hot take, huh? I like to keep it spicy. All so. right, keep it spicy. You know what I'm saying? I got you a little <laughs> heated. You know what's ironic? I like Picard the best. Mm-hmm. But you know, I know you just trying to get my goat. I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just putting it out there, man. Picard's like, I don't got time for all that young stuff, man. I'm chilling up here, y'all go. But <laughs> my hot take this week, 
is um, something that we've talked about. I believe a lot of people feel the same way. We've spoken about this. This whole comic book culture kind of like surrounds it. And, you know, the difference between a fan and a fanatic, right? So, like we were talking about earlier about, you know, fanatics going out and, you know, putting negative reviews on movies before it even comes out. Fanatics who get so upset about a, a small change about their, you know, the character that they love so much, the the fanatic that gets upset over a reboot of something that they loved. And yes, I put myself in it because, I, you know, I'm guilty of it. I'm not going to lie. But I am, I'm just done with fanatics ruining the experience for everyone else. So the fanatics of Star Wars, the fanatics of Marvel, of DC, of, of your Star Trek you know, of, of so many, so many franchises that we love. And I feel like the fanatics ruin or they're getting close to ruining the experience to the general public for oh, the yeah. people who just want to go and see like, Oh, this looks cool. Cause I've seen this happen before and I'm sure you've seen this happen, you know, working in a comic book store is that you might have someone who's clearly don't know really anything. They're just like, Oh man. Okay, cool. I'm excited to see this movie. Uh, doesn't really matter what it is, but I'm excited to go to it. And you have the fanatic like, oh, no, it's, don't go see it. It's, it's going to be trash. It's going to be garbage. They, they changed this. They made this that or or they made this character a woman or or they made this character, you know, a different race or or oh man, they, they made too many changes. I don't like what they're doing. They ruined it. It's over. Those fans I call fanatics. Yeah, I agree. I call over the top. And again, I admit I'm one of them. But it's just like, can we can we just chill? And I know that's an, you know a question that you know I already know the answer is going to be no. Are you crazy? Hell no. That's never going to happen. <laughs> so maybe this is just wishful thinking. But can we just kind of chill a little bit? Like the fanatics, we get it. I mean, we understand. Like the, I mean, the fanatics we're the ones that kind of you know put a lot of money in those pockets. But little do you know, like we're the minority. Right. We are the minority. The That's fanatics, true. the the hardcore fans who know all of the lore. We may think like, hey, it's a lot of us, and it is, but it's a we're like a small minority in the overall grand scale of things. So it's kinda like you gotta remember, guys, hey, relax. It's okay. It's okay to like Star Wars and Star Trek. It's okay to like Marvel and DC. It's okay to like all of these things. Ghostbusters. It's okay to like these things. And not have to bash or tear down another franchise or someone who's just getting into it. You know, I've seen this happen like, oh, well, where were all these fans a few years ago? Oh, my God. I hate that crap. That I can't stand. I hate stand. that so much. Where were you guys at? Like, what? No one liked Iron Man back in the day. Where are all your Iron Man fans at? Where are your Guardians fans at? Or where are all these fans now? Are you guys are new to it? I'm like, yes, they are. You should, like, that's you, a good thing. That's a great thing. You should welcome them with open arms, let me, man. Let, let me tell you something. Yeah. And it's funny to me because comic book fans are like the worst. Mm -hmm. They're like, well, I know every little thing about Spider-Man. So I get to be the, you know, the say all be all right. about Spider-Man and Spider-Man movies. Yeah. Let me tell you something. If it wasn't for those Marvel movies that came out 10 years ago, mm -hmm. Iron Man. Yeah. You know, Captain America and stuff. Yeah. Like comic book stores would be over. Mm -hmm. They'd be out of business. Talk you know about what I mean? It. Like there would be no local comic book shops. Yeah. We would have gone. We would have all gone out of business if it wasn't for those movies. The resurgence of comic books in pop culture saved 
local comic book stores. Now, I don't mm. think comic books would have disappeared or anything. Yeah. It just, it would have been all like digital. It would be digital. Right. Or, you know, books, like you only could buy like books, you know, you have to wait for, you know, six issues in one thing. You know yeah. what I mean? Right. Um, so like, they they hate those people, mm. you know, when they come into the store and they're like, oh, I love the Deadpool movie. I want to read Deadpool comics. Yeah. It's like, well, where were you? And it's like, but that's what is saving your comic. Exactly. That you're, com- you're like complaining about these, this very thing that's keeping the industry alive. Right, right. <laughs> you know, and it's just so ridiculous to me because they and it makes me mad because these nerds like they're very possessive of this thing. And, and I understand why, you know, they've mm. been bullied they were mocked. They were ostracized. They were the the lame kids at, in their school because they right. read comics or whatever, because they were a nerd just in general. Yeah, you know. So it's like they become possessive of this thing because it's their thing. Right. This was the only thing that saved them from losing their minds. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and being depressed or being sad and alone in life. Yeah. But like, you they they are turning into the very things they hate. Exactly. They're, They're turning the into the bullies. Yeah. That they hated. Mm-hmm. In this new and it, and it's sick because it's like a power trip for them because right. because they were the bullied mm-hmm. they're like well now I'm gonna you know now yeah, I get, get to be yeah. and that's that's messed up it is. like you're you're what's the word you're contributing to a cycle mm-hmm. of of nastiness and it's right. like I don't I don't have the time or the energy for that right you know like I like we talked about this last week with Umbrella Academy like a lot of people have come into the store this week mm-hmm. and asked me what did you think about the show. What did you think? Like, what did you think? Yeah. You're obsessed with Umbrella Academy. We want to know your opinion because your mm-hmm. opinion matters to us. Yeah. Um, And I'm like, you know, I tell them it's it's really different from the comic, which I don't love. And they're like, mm-hmm. oh, so you hated the show. I'm like, no, I didn't hate the show. I really liked it. I right. actually had a lot of fun watching it. Yeah. But it's like, I instead of being like, well, nobody cared about Gerard Way or nobody cared about Umbrella Academy 10 years ago except me and, you know, 100 other yeah. people. Right, yeah. Um. I'm like excited. I'm like thrilled that people are watching this show and they're reacting so emotionally and like passionately to it and that mm-hmm. they are com- there people I've never seen before coming into the store right. and asking to buy this book and it like it like I'm getting emotional like just thinking about it, it makes me so happy mm-hmm. that this thing that I have loved and is so good for so long that has never gotten the respect it deserves. Yeah. You know, does not get the attention it deserves. Is finally getting it, and it's finally because it. of the TV show. Like I'm thankful, even though I didn't. You know, it's different, and I didn't love that part of it. I'm mm-hmm. so thankful that the show is introducing it to the mainstream, there and that go. people are reading it, and that I can finally talk to somebody about it because I've been alone. Right. The only person I've ever been able to talk to about Umbrella Academy is my own sister. Yeah. You know, and it's because we read it together. You uh, know, so it's like yeah. amazing to me that I can even have these conversations. But there are nerds out there who are mad about that. They're right. like, they want to hold it to their chest. They don't want to, don't share. Like, this is right. mine. Don't even look at it. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I can't imagine living life like that. Like, I feel yeah. so sorry for anybody who is so bitter. Right. And their heart is just, like, hardened against other people. That's exactly. sad to me. That's sad. So I, I feel you when you say, you know, fans are the worst. Like, yeah. they're the fanatics. They're the, they are the worst part mm-hmm. of this fandom. Yeah. And they make and they make us look bad. Absolutely. They make comic book fans they look make, bad. Makes like all look bad. Like we're childish ingrates mm-hmm. who will throw a temper tantrum if you change, you know, the the swirl on Superman's hair. Right. Like, come on, you know? Yeah. When really we don't care. We don't, we don't care. care, man. So, They're just the loudest. That's all. You know? So yeah, guys, just, just chill, man. <laughs> take that's it down a, a notch. Take it's, it down a notch, it, man. At the end of the day, 
And I hate to say it because I love comics. I love movies and I love TV shows. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, this is entertainment. That's it. It is not that serious. It's it not. Never, ever, ever, ever be that serious. Well, you can't say that to some people, though. No, of course not. I know that. You know. <laughs> you know. But, yeah. So, there you go. There you have it. Awesome hot takes today. Um, proud of both. You know, <laughs> proud of both. Got you heated a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Because you usually always get me heated. But That's this is true. like the first time I actually you got, got you. Yeah. Yeah. Tides are turning. That's how we do it, guys. <laughs> and if, uh, yeah, if you feel a way about our hot takes, man, we want to know about it, man. Email us at comicsectionpodcast at gmail.com. And also hit us up all over our social media, man. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at the comic section. That's where you go to let out your frustrations on us. Now, I'm excited to read it. Yeah. Yeah, man. I want to hear it, man. I want to hear it. I want to hear that trash I want the facts. Yeah. I want the facts. I want the dissertation. I want it. Here we go. Honestly, Iron Man. He's a bit of a jerk. Um, I just I just don't see the appeal in his story either much. It seems a little bit cliche to me. Um, but I'll still watch him if he comes on, you know. All right, CEO, it's time for you to let us know all those cool new comic books that came out this past week. So uh, you want to let us know what's up? Ooh, ooh, oh, yeah. Um, we got a bunch of really cool stuff coming out this week. Uh, so the big, big thing for Marvel this week was Captain Marvel. Braver. Okay. Braver and Mightier, number one. Uh, all right. Um, now, what's really great about this comic is that it is a one-shot. So that means it is a self-contained book, and that's it. Okay. It's just the number one, and yeah. that's it. Okay. Um, cool. So you don't have to, like, read a million things. But it's really good for people who are excited about the Captain Marvel movie that's coming up. All right. Um, that just want, like, a little sliver about who she is, what she does, and and why she does it. Right. Um, but, yeah, definitely want to pick this up. It's pretty cool. Um here, let me let me get the little synopsis for you. Okay. Um, but it's Air Force pilot Carol Danvers is a hero to many. So what could possibly delay her in her own celebration on Carol Danvers Day? Only her other job as Earth's mightiest hero, hero Captain Marvel. Hey. So yeah, take a look. It's really cool. Um, it, it's it's like almost narrated about her. It's really interesting. So I would awesome. definitely pick it up if you're excited about the movie. Okay, there we go. <laughs> um, the other big thing this week from DC now is Detective Comics 999. Oh, really? They're at yep. 999? Yes. So as many comic book fans do know, Action Comics 1000 came out last year. Right, I remember that, yeah. That was like a significant moment in comic book history. That is the first time an American comic has ever hit its 1,000th issue. Wow. So close, of course, behind it is uh, Detective Comics 1000. There go. Uh, so Detective Comics 1000 will come out actually... Uh, March, uh, March 27th. Okay. So we still have a little ways to go. Yeah. Because usually I think that's every uh, two weeks, mm -hmm. Detective. Um, but anyway, but this week, Detective Comics 999 came out. Um, and if you are interested in getting 1000, then I highly recommend getting 999 because um, it'll just be the, you know, yeah. the prelude into, into 1000. Got it. And 1000 is going to be pretty significant and not just because it's the second time. Okay. American comics have reached its 1,000th issue, but because they're going to introduce a brand new character into the Batman universe. Ooh. Now, if you've played the Arkham, um, the Arkham games, yeah, um, there is a character in the game called Arkham Knight. Right. Yeah. Um, now, in the games, uh, this character was revealed to be Jason Todd. Right. Which is interesting. My uh, boy. But he's going to be actually Arkham Knight is going to be introduced into the comic book world where he's never existed. Really? For the first time in Detective oh, wow. Comics 1000. Oh. So it'll be a big issue because technically it'll be a first appearance, which is a very collectible item for right. comic book readers. Yeah. And then obviously the 1000, which is really exciting. That's a big deal. 
Um, but yeah, it's, it, so the big mystery, of course, is who is the Arkham Knight? Because mm. Jason Todd already exists in the he comics. Exists, right. Um, obviously, is one of the uh, one of the Robins, but Jason Todd is the Red Hood right. in the comics. Yeah. So he can't be the Arkham Knight unless they mm. do some complicated crap where it's a clone right. or Jason Todd from the future mm. or something stupid and cheap. But I don't think that's going to be it. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> but yeah, right. Uh, Detective Comics is going to be really, really exciting. They're going to have... Um, how many? They're going to have 12 different covers. Like oh, various. wow. Yeah. Uh, so they have like a standard A cover. It's by Jim Lee, of course. Yeah. Um, which is cool. Right. But um, they have nine different decade variants. So okay. the 30s, the 40s, the 50s, the 60s. Mm-hmm. And each one is done in the famous style of that decade for Detective Comics. Oh. Um, so think like the animated series, like right. that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, Adam West, like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, they're really, really cool and they're beautiful and they're by, you know, industry leaders like Jim Lee, you know, Greg Capullo. That'd be awesome. Um, Jacques, big people like that. It's it's really exciting and awesome. Dope. Um, so yeah, definitely check out your local comic book store. Most comic book stores are doing pre orders for one thousand if you want to read that. Okay. Um, but you definitely want to pick up nine hundred and ninety nine this week. Hey, hey, I like it. I like it. <laughs> Two comics already. Do we have a third? Yes, we do. And All it's right. an indie. Yay! All right. All right. This time, finally. Um, <laughs> finally, some indie comics. Uh, but yeah, uh, so Buffy the Vampire Slayer number two hey. is out this week. And I only bring it up because um, obviously number one came out like a month ago. Yeah. But yeah, it's, you know, it's a cult classic TV show. People oh, love yeah. it. Um, and it is a, it is a Joss Whedon like inspired and like signed off series. I love the movie to be honest with you more than the TV series. Yeah, really? that's a, that's a hot take. Okay, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah, the movie's my jam. Um, but yeah. I'm, uh, anyway, I'm sorry. It, it starts over at the beginning, mm-hmm. and it's still in his world. Okay. Um, his his can you know his canon or whatever. So yeah, yeah, definitely want to pick that up. Um, the only thing about it is, I think the first the number one sold out. Oh. But they did do reprintings of number one. So just go okay, to your local cool. comic book store and ask them to order you Get a you reprint. That. Yeah. Honestly, in my opinion, the second printing had a prettier cover. Oh, okay. So it's like, <laughs> you hey, lucked out. <laughs> lucked out on that. All right. Awesome, man. That sounds like a great time. Great thing to do. Go to your local comic book store. Pick up Captain Marvel, Braver and Miter, your number one Detective Comics 999 before that big 1000. And Buffy the Vampire Slayer number two. That deuce. Make sure you go cop that at your local comic book store. Shout out to our favorites, Soundwave Comics. Appreciate all the love as always. Definitely make sure you hit that up. I know I need to save some money so I can go and get these things, man. (laughs) I'm running out of space, CEO, man. I need to buy some shelves or something, man, so I can put these books in. Listen, if anybody understands your pain, it's me. Yeah, I've seen seen your stuff. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right, CEO, before we end out another great issue of the comic section, you know, we got to end it out with the events. And speaking of events, like we said earlier at the beginning of the show, we just came from Captain's Comic Expo that, you know, went down at the Omar Shrine in Mount Pleasant, South Carolina. You said you had a great time, right? I did. Yeah. What was your favorite, uh, favorite parts of the comic? Hmm. Well, I'm a little biased. Okay. Uh, probably the cosplay contest and like all of the artists that were there. Yeah. Because man, I got so much great swag. Right. So much great swag. I love. I collect enamel pins now because I just have too many like art prints. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Right. I know. It's like a big con problem. Um. 
So I collect enamel pins now and uh, stickers. Oh, cool. I put the stickers all over my laptop, and then okay. I have a cork board with all my enamel pins. Wow. Boy, I scored good this time. There's a bunch <laughs> of um, artists with new enamel pins, so that was really exciting. But yeah, cool. uh, those are usually almost always my favorite parts. Oh, cool. So. All right. All right. Well, mine, you know, I had the pleasure. I took my godson to his first Comic-Con, and this being it, so he had a great time. He dressed up as Freddy Fazbear. You know, of course, you know, pizzeria. You know, yeah, man, five <laughs> nights at Freddy. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it was um, it was great. He had a great time. I pretty much spent all my money on him because he got like all these awesome big collectibles. I think the biggest one he got was uh, like the Keyblade from uh, Kingdom Hearts. Mm-hmm. And we went to this one um, one booth where they were like selling them. They're like made out of wood. Yeah, and them things were huge, man. It looks so cool. It looks like super accurate to the video game. And yeah, that. So that was just a great time to, you know, take somebody to their first anything is always a great experience. So taking my God since his first Comic-Con, he, he was just like, his eyes were just like wide open <laughs> and just asking a million questions. So it was super awesome for that. Um, so, yeah, that was my number one thing. And, uh, yeah, I love the, the cosplay contest, you know, seeing the kids out there. And I love how they incorporate the kids being out there and doing their thing. And it was really awesome. And, um, and yeah, the people actually, you know, created their outfits that's why i give you props man for, for your cosplayers because man i mean it takes a lot of work from the things that i've seen like those they put so much time and effort into those outfits and everything and it looks amazing so it was yeah that was great that was i can't imagine some <laughs> yeah, of those that's outfits a true love and dedication right there that's true love and dedication also thing i love man uh jason marston you know i'm saying the voice yeah, that's of crazy max goof he was there special guest and uh he, he actually you know commented on our our photo of him yeah, man, on our, on our comic section part he's like so, really nice yeah I, he is i didn't get it i didn't get a chance to like meet him or get anything signed yeah but i like walked by him yeah and he was just like super chill and he like waved he was like hey how you doing but like, he was right. super nice like you could tell right. like he would like talk to you like yeah. he didn't care super approachable um, which is funny cause like every other time I saw him he uh-huh. was like surrounded with like st- like con staff and they were yeah. like you know protecting him from people like hassling I mean, him he ain't but, but like so... he was so nice he was like, cool he, like you could tell he didn't care like yeah. I, I know all con- most cons do that they like make sure that um, their guests their guests are like protected yeah but like you could tell if he hadn't have been he was like I'll give a fuck right. like I'm cool like <laughs> we like, out here care. like <laughs> we're at, doing look at all these lovely people you exactly. look so nice I like you guys too. yeah yeah like, he was really very nice yeah I didn't realize how short he was yeah he's like shorter than I am yeah. and I'm five I'm like five feet tall he made me feel tall. I think he's man. like four eleven. Yeah, he's he's really small. And he man. looks so young. He, looks he like does. A teenager. He does. And he's been doing this thing for a while, man. That, but like just hearing him talk, I'm hearing like you know Max. Yeah. You know. Yeah, he was cool. He would do like announcements. Yeah. Over the intercom. Right. Um, in the Max voice sometimes, and yeah. then I think he he did the kids portion of the costume contest in right. the Max voice. Yeah. So that was yeah. pretty cool. That was awesome. That was but. awesome. So uh, yeah, we had a great time. I say overall, our experience was was great it was a great time being out there met a couple of our listeners out there yeah so that's, that's always cool. that's always super awesome mm-hmm. to meet you guys so hopefully we get to meet more of you because there's another big event that's coming right yeah yeah you yeah. all right let them know um so the south carolina comic-con is coming up um in greenville south carolina can i say south carolina yeah um, <laughs> but yeah, the SC Comic Con's coming up. It's on Saturday and Sunday, March 9th and 10th okay. at the Greenville Convention Center. 
Um, this is a big show. Now, Captain's Comic Expo is a really fun one. It's a great local show. It's definitely a perfect starter. Yeah. If you've never been to a comic book convention, that's a great one. It's small. It's intimate. Mm-hmm. It's personal. Right. Um, you're not going to be overwhelmed. Right. It's a perfect family show. Yeah. But SC Comic Con, mm-hmm. oh, boy. <laughs> it's the this, big- this is a big upcoming show. They've only been doing it for like, uh, I think, six years. Okay. But like, they are building up huge theme. It gets bigger and bigger and bigger every year. This oh, okay. is a significant show. This yeah. is actually where I met George Perez. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, That was like two years ago. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, But this year, they're going to have Greg Capullo, Scott oh, wow. Snyder, uh, Kevin Eastman, um, a bunch of he- big names. And a few, uh, there's a couple of voice actors, too, from like My Hero Academia and stuff, oh, anime. Oh, wow. Um, but yeah, this is a big, big show. If you are a comic book collector, yeah. Um, if you like, if you just like comics, if you like anime, this is a good show for you. It's right. local to our area. That is um, awesome. Yeah, highly recommend. If you want to get some comics signed, this is the place to do it. But yeah, it's a two-day show. It's really great. Um, it is absolutely chock full of stuff to do. Like you, you know. It's not a one day thing like where mm. you're like you can see everything. Right. Um, it's like you gotta do the two days. But yeah, uh, I highly recommend it. I'm actually gonna be there. I'm gonna be vending as an artist. Oh cool. At that show. All right. Um, which is exciting. This will be my first year ever doing that. So hey. I'm very, very nervous. There we go. <laughs> Represent, man. Representing. Represent. Um, but yeah, I will be there. Um, so definitely come and say hi. Um but yeah, it's 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 one of my favorites. I like like Heroes Con is my number one, and right. then of course Soundwave Comic Con. Of course, but uh, SC Comic Con is like my third favorite show. Ooh. So highly recommend it, baby. And you, <laughs> you said my boy Kevin. Eastman. I know. There's even like a thing where you can do a VIP thing. You yeah. can go to a pizza party with him. Oh my god! Yeah, are you serious? I'm not kidding. Oh, Kevin Eastman, Isn't man, that crazy co-creator of my turtles, man. Oh man, I gotta I gotta get one. I gotta get one of my turtles stuff signed like maybe like the old blu-ray or not old blu-ray well, i guess blu-rays are getting old but uh dvd or vhs's <laughs> or cassette tapes you know oh okay all right but yeah this you is sold me. it's pretty affordable i think it's it's about like 20 to 30 dollars oh that's like not bad it's um all right like two days i think that's not bad at all um but yeah this is a significant show if you're not familiar with sc comic-con google it now yeah because even if you can't go this year you're gonna want to make that a pit stop in your future um your future travels. travels. Yeah. Because it's 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 up and coming, man. They're really killing it. Oh. It's impressive to me. I think they're hosted by Borderlands. Okay. Borderland comics. Yeah. Um <clears throat> excuse me. But yeah, they they they're they're getting up there. I mean to have even Kevin Eastman East Eastman is yeah. like significant. It's big man. Um but yeah they've got a bunch of really big names. That's, um, oh. Sanford Green of course. Yeah. Love. Yes. Um let's see a bunch of other ones. But yeah, it's gonna be great. I'm excited. There we go. Well, hey, if you're in the area, all my people who live in SC or, you know, close around the Southeast, make sure you go SC Comic Con Saturday, Sunday, March 9th and 10th. And for all of our, you know, international listeners, man, definitely, you know, we never want to forget about you guys, man. Shout outs to you guys for always tuning in and whatnot. You know, we will definitely have to figure out something. Maybe like, um, you know, we could post some photos above some of the uh the things that are going on out there we'll figure out something but again make sure you go to our facebook page to find out all of the events around town around the area you might be able to book a flight come down if you you know what i'm saying do save it. up do a great do job it. so uh check it out go to our facebook page 
comics section. You can check out the event so we have all the things lined up for you. And uh, yeah, man, I think that wraps up another great issue. Issue 13 of the comic section. You know, we got it. We did it. Nailed it. 13. Keep it going. Got to keep it going. We're going to keep it moving. Keep it pushing. And again, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for tuning in as you always do on all of the streaming platforms. Thank you guys for being loyal listeners. And we appreciate you so, 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 so much. And again, you could follow us all over at the comic section on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. And again, you can find us on all streaming platforms, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Google Play, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Amazon Alexa. We are everywhere. Just look for that awesome comic section logo. Click and enjoy. All right. So that about wraps up. I am your host, Jason, alongside my co-host. We'll see you. And we are out. We'll catch you next week. Peace. And speaking of Captain's Comic Expo, man, I had a lot of fun out there as well. I was out there Saturday and I big thanks to everybody who let this random guy come up and ask him weird questions. Uh, out of the blue and uh so th- so i got a lot of a lot less rejections this time so everybody was super cool i, I really appreciate it um and confession you know i took a bunch i had to my big camera out there and i was taking all these pictures of all these awesome cosplayers and um get get home get in the studio and uh flip the screen on and it's like no sd card inserted and i was like i wasted all that time uh, I, I admit, and you know, as I'm saying all this, I, I, I felt, you know, how they say that when you, um, when you talk about something, it, it, you know, getting it out, it makes you feel better. And so I figured if I just tell the entire planet, um, how stupid I was, I would feel better, but I don't, I feel worse. That's horrible advice. So I guess the advice is keep, keep everything bottled up. Um, so, you know, no, don't do that. I'm just kidding. You got a question, a comment, you want to let them know how you feel? You can shoot them an email, comicsectionpodcast at gmail.com. You can get at Little CEO on Facebook and Instagram at Cut It Out Comics and Cosplay, and on Twitter at Cut It Out Comics. And you can get at Jason on Facebook and IG at J Rock Mike. That's the letter J R O C D A M I C. Huh, still feel mega stupid. Anyway. Editorial content in issue number 13 of the Comic Section Podcast was used from the following .coms, IGN, EW, CBR, Comic Book, Marvel, DC Comics, Yahoo, Screen Rant, Variety, and Oscars.org, and the YouTube channels of 20th Century Fox and Warner Bros. All right, issue number 13, that's it. Edited and produced by RedmanActual.com, RedmanActual, I feel stupid, audio, Production voice um, and my production work and voiceovers and all that stuff has no, it has nothing to do with how stupid I was in not putting an SD card in the camera and taking a bunch of pictures or whatever. The, it, the two aren't related, I swear. Yep, still feel dumb. Red Man Actual. <laughs>